Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, we are live with Mind Body TV. Welcome to our broadcast. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I have with me a very spe special person I'm going to introduce in just a minute here. We are speaking today. Our topic is about how to awaken your family, your loved ones, how to bring them into the awareness you're in. If you've come into higher consciousness, had awareness of how the universe works, what your power really is, that we are sovereign, that everything is responding to you. And you want to bring others on board for their own creation as well. Um, and so many people often get a lot of resistance with this. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a physician who is now sharing solely about mind-body medicine and self-healing and how your body can heal from even the most severe chronic illnesses. Um, and one of the things that's a, a big thing that's come up in my community is about how do I explain this to my husband or how do I, you know, I'm really frustrated what's going on with my family or these people I love. And we've had a lot of requests for this topic for quite some time. So we do these broadcasts every week at 11 a.m. Mountain on Wednesday. Um, and so this will be today's topic. I'm really excited to connect with you and hear where you're tuning in from in the world. And I'm going to introduce one of my closest friends in my entire existence, Shama Fulham. Shama is um, just an unbelievable awakened being, one of my dear friends. She also does really profound um, energy healing work with others. Um, she's a mom of two. She is um, an entrepreneur. She's just an incredible human being and has some really cool insight to offer specifically on this topic. So I have brought her here today. So welcome everyone and welcome Shama. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So we have Lucy, Regina, Jennifer, Janine. Love you Shama. <laughs> Sharon. Awesome. We'll stay tuned for everyone else who is coming in. Um, so a few weeks ago, Shama shared with me a really incredible story, and it was with a particular family member who we've both known to be really, really resistant to new ways of thinking. And this person was in a lot of fear and in a lot of urgency. And, you know, the idea that she could ever um, communicate with him um, about where she's functioning from and what her own awareness is, was like non-existent. Um, and this is why it was such a powerful thing when she actually did have a conversation with this person and it was a massive, massive opening and a massive turnaround. So I'm going to um, have her share that. But for those of you, so we've got Nottingham, England. Hello, Lisa. Someone from Northern Ireland in Facebook. Someone from New Zealand. How exciting. Northern California, Canada. Robin, hello, great to see you too. So um, Shama, why don't you share a little bit of your experience with this and then that story about what happened with your, your dad? Well, it's a huge topic because we all care so deeply about the people around us. But I think that a really important thing to remember is that we put them in place there to be sometimes resistant so that we can remember that our powers or find ourselves more holy or more fully. So my, it was my father and he, he called me very upset um, about the vaccine. 
he was very, you know, nervous that I was not going to take it or give it to my children. And I just, I just stopped him in the moment and said, you know, I love you, dad, but I just don't think that we can have this conversation right now. And I just let him sit in it overnight. And I didn't know how it was going to unfold, but I knew that he was not in a place of receptivity. He couldn't hear me. Um, there was nothing that called you with a lot of fear. Like you've got oh. to listen, you've got to listen. And where you've kind of always been the outlier in the family. Hey, I know you have all these crazy ideas, but now we got to like really talk about this. This is serious now. This is serious now. And, and you're, you're not paying attention to what's going on in the world, you know, all of this stuff. So, um, so the next morning he called me back in even a greater degree of panic at that point, he had reached complete <laughs> utter panic. And I'm like, dad, I'm happy to have this conversation with you, but first we just have to get you in your body where you can hear what I have to say and not, not through the filter of fear. And then he just went into complete defensive mode. He was like, I'm not the one afraid, <laughs> you know, and threw it back, threw it back on me. But well, these are all things that in the past would have triggered the heck out of you. Like you would have had to defend to him or you would have had to like tell him he needs to listen. And I think it's the, one of the main points that happened is you were able to just be in your own state of ease that he wasn't receptive or that he was pressuring you or that he was doing whatever he was doing, which is a major key to like this equation. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, and I, I think another important part was I surrendered attachment to an outcome. Like he didn't need to get my point of view because my point of view doesn't have to be his point of view, right? We can just have our separate point of views and that's okay. Um, so, but I did end up working with him with the fear and just bringing him into his body and just with the breath and awareness and you know within 15 minutes he was actually in tears and telling me how proud he was of me that that I could stand in my truth and remember how powerful our bodies are and our um you know ourselves that that we're bigger than this and um it was just, it was a miraculous thing, but there were definitely some key components to that situation that I don't think, because I used to have such an attachment to the outcome. I cared so much that he could get on my train, that he could, you know, um, and and that's that's been huge in my life with, with everyone, my husband, my, you know, um, friends, acquaintances, you know, you, you want them all to find, you want them all to find and land in, in their knowing and, and trust that instead of looking outside of themselves. And um, yeah. so, so I think that really surrendering that, even though I wasn't really conscious that that's what I was doing in the time, yeah. it was really, really, I think looking back a very key component to um, how it did unfold. And um, it was miraculous to watch him go from complete fear 
just by getting, literally getting back in his body. And, you know, we can all do this right now if you want to. Cause yeah. And that's what I wanted to also talk about with, you know, you were able to get a very different outcome with your dad where he, like you said, Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for showing me this. I'm grateful you were able to stand in your own truth. Obviously very different than what you've ever had before and what most of us get from our, our family members, but it was the way you presenced your own body that invited him into his. And so I want to share this with, with our audience in a way they can do of like, how do I show up in my body that invites others to step into their own knowing? Because even if it's just 2%, it will make a massive difference in how they show up. Massive difference. And I think the first thing is, is, I mean, we can't change other people. Our power lies in changing our energy. And when we change our energy, the people around us change. Um, and, and I feel like next is just really getting really back, back in your presence within you. That's what right now we're all being called to do. And it's just, we really need to come inside and have, have a soulful look from the inside out. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And I think a lot of kind of like people hearing this, it, it may not make any sense. And we'll, we'll guide you through like the logistics of this. But the, the fact of the matter is your body is electromagnetic and it's very, very powerfully impacting everyone around you. And it will either bring them into greater resistance because they feel your need for them to get it. And that's your own urgency uh, or your attachment to like, no, oh, I have to have you understand that you're holding and that's going to create an intensity that's actually going to trigger them into more of a barrier and more of an adamance on their own part. So neither can hear the other. And it's only when I come into a space of, I'm a, it's okay, whatever outcome this creates, they may hate me, they may think I'm wrong, they may tell me I'm a bad person, uh, they may choose something that I don't want them to choose, which is a big thing happening for a lot of people. And so what I tell people is meet what that brings up for you, right? Because it's going to bring up your own fear. But this is my fill in the blank, my husband, my dad, my child, I can't be okay with them doing it this way. They have to do it the way I know is best. So then you're in your own hardness that matches the hardness they're in that you're asking them to move beyond, but it can't happen this way. It can only happen through you since you're the one showing up in your life as the most conscious one in the equation. Um, so why don't you guide us into like, how would someone do that? First, like just how I presence my own body um, and how I presence what's coming up for me with that interaction. Well, I think you just nailed it. The first thing that, um, because our, um, because our unconscious for most of us is running our lives, it's really important to, um, welcome any resistance. Like, well, I know other people have fear right now, but I'm not actually in fear. We all are experiencing fear now to a, a degree. So, I would say the first thing that to is to just take a deep breath deep in your belly and just welcome any resistance to fear. Just let it be here beyond judgment without needing to do anything with or about it. 
and just ask yourself, could you let that go? Now, this will be different for people. Some people fear has kept them safe a long time and they may or may not be okay with letting that go, right? Yep. In which case I would welcome that fear to stay. For any of you that are feeling resistance to letting the resistance go, welcome the resistance and just let it know you can stay here as long as you like. There's no place you have to go if this is still supporting me. And typically what happens in that moment of, just like you said, you break that push against it and it just moves. It just returns to the energy of love, right? And I welcome the fear that I'm not willing to let go of and I welcome that I'm not willing to let go of it. Yes, it, it will and let us know if, if you're um, practice this right now, feel the fear that's in your body now, known and unknown, or put yourself in that conversation and feel what comes up in your body with that individual um, and let what comes up comes up. And then let us know what it's like for you when you ask that question, would I be willing to let this go? And it's a yes or no. You'll have the awareness of the yes or you have the awareness of the no. It's not right or wrong. If it's a yes you, okay, we let this go. If it's a no, you welcome that you're not willing to let this go. You've got to welcome what is here. You can't change what's here. You can only embrace it. Absolutely. Absolutely. People are really resonating with this. Lucy said, it made me cry. I know this is true. My family thinks I'm nuts. <laughs> and, and that's what we do when we're in fear. What, what it, we think everyone else is crazy. A. Grant said, just letting them have their experience, judgments, and opinions. It's all about thinking I'm not enough based on what they think. Lots clearing. Yeah, it's massive what will clear in you. And like Shama said, on some level, we put them into the equation to resist us. And it will show me where I'm still holding fear as my reality, where I have to have them see it, where I have to have them. <gasps> they can't make this choice. It won't be okay. And then I'm being the same thing that I'm trying to ask them to not be. Absolutely. Sunflowers and family. So timely for me, there feels like such a divide between those that are vaccinated versus not. It causes feelings of loneliness because I choose different than many family and friends. So much sadness. It's a big theme that's coming up right now in the world. Can we receive and embrace that everyone is going to see it different. There, people are going to see it differently from how we see it. People are going to choose differently from how we choose it. And we either stand in the alignment that um, we are sovereign. It's okay for us all to make our own choice, or we stand in the alignment. No, no, we have to make, we have to make sure everyone makes the choice. I think they should make, which is what's a big, big thing that's happening in the world right now. Like, well, people aren't going to be able to choose wisely. So let's mandate. So they can't think for themselves and they have to do or brainwash them with, you know, these messages constantly in every angle. So they only know this one perspective and they will do what we know is best for them. Yeah. I do think that there's a caveat there as far as choice, because again, right now, most people are walking around in fight or flight. So even your family members who or friends who may um, have been able to hear you on some level before, a lot of their trap doors between their unconscious and their conscious have slammed shut. 
And so when that slams shut and they're in fight or flight, they can't hear you anymore. They can't even, they can't hear themselves. Um, and just like with my father, that's what we needed to do. We needed to get that trap door back open. It, it, it's interesting. And we probably should have you come on another time because we could do like a whole segment just on this because from the, the brain science understanding what happens with like in the frontal brain, we develop the ability to you follow our wisdom versus shut it down, make this judgment, you know, follow the leader and, you know, do what everyone's telling me or think for myself and discern and get clarity. That's all in the frontal brain is like judgment, discernment. And then in the hind brain is like the reactivity and the fear and the mechanisms that are automated, which like <gasps> run from the tiger, jump into the tree, you know, get out of trouble. And what happens when we practice and practice and practice into fear-based living is we dissociate those two parts of the brain. So we're no longer communicating between the conscious, which is, okay, here's what my wisdom is showing me. Here's what I know is the, the highest way. This is what I believe in. Um, we And the unconscious, which is the programs. And then the programs begin to run the whole system for um, our metabolism, um, our, even how much the body weighs, um, the actions and behaviors we do, but also the way we think. So we'll think, okay, no, we do this because that's what we do. Like my husband said last week, um, it was my daughter was going to go to this event that we had planned and she was exhausted. And I was like, mm, should we rethink this? You know, should she really go? And he's like, nope, we follow through with our commitments. And it was this like linear boom. And I was like, okay. And that would have really triggered me, but I was like, stay soft. That's he can open back up. And then five minutes later was like, okay, well let's, let's think about this. Now, if I had reacted, you think that's going to have him more or less able to reassociate and integrate the whole brain? Less. But if I stay in my wholeness, it invites him to like recalibrate and like, okay, wait a minute. And the space we function from is more of, let's be at peace here, all is well. And that literally rewires your brain so you can begin to reconnect the, uh, the conscious and the unconscious programming and begin to make choices again. But when she's saying that trap door is closed, I've gone so much into the unconscious. Now I'm in the fear program. I'm like running from the, the dragon and I can't even access my awareness. Absolutely. Absolutely. So lots of great comments here. You're saying wholeness. I practiced this this weekend with my husband. And what did you find? <laughs> awesome. From Nevada, home of Top Gun Naval Academy. Hello. Someone else on Facebook. I worry that my family base their decisions on my traumatic experiences. Well, they'll base their experience as, on the trauma they had referent to your experience, but it's still their own, like I said, the system operating with the fear mechanism programming or operating with the truth. And they have the ability to reconnect that. I know I still have some trauma. Sorry. I worry my family based their decisions on what happened to me and my fears. Oh, I know you have lots to say about this, Shama. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why it's so important. We're all energy and frequency. So you can talk about it and understand it logically, like you're saying, with the frontal part of the brain. But if you don't deal with the unconscious part, it will still just continue to keep you on that hamster wheel. Now, if you access the unconscious purposely and 
life will always be showing and reflecting to you perfectly what's ready. It's truly eloquent the way that the soul works with the physical body. It will show up in a physical manner like, oh, geez, I'm having this like pain in my shoulder over here. That just means that that pain in your shoulder is where the love that you are is not animating this physical body, right? You see this all the time in, in every, every illness. Every, every illness. Yeah. And, and you, you know, Shama's really my go-to person for when I'm in that kind of gridlock where I can't access my own wisdom. Cause sometimes the programs are so loud that unconscious starts to take over and it changes how you think, what you see, how you feel, of course. And of course it changes your whole physiology, which is where, where my work has come in with helping people who are in that chronic illness pattern. How do we shift to the healthy physiology? But when that um, sort of like the trap door is closed, so to speak, and, and that always for me, I have to just remember like when I uh, re relax my body, take a few breaths, um, ask what else is possible here. Those are all ways of letting it open back up, um, which you may access more or less easily depending on what's going on. Um, but it's a matter of remembering, oh, wait a minute, I'm in my unconscious right now. Oh, wait a minute, it feels like gridlock. It feels impossible. There's no way out. Okay, I'm in my unconscious. This isn't what's actually true, even though it's what I'm experiencing. Yeah. And you know, you've helped me so many times with being aware of that and like, oh yeah, life was meant to be abundant and fluid and also opening back up. Yeah. Whew. It's no joke. And I think, you know, nowhere does it come up so intensely for us than in those relationships, especially with our kids, because it's a whole different ball game. If you're like, okay, my parent is going to do this thing that's unthinkable to me, that is unwanted. Okay, I will let this go. Or even my spouse, but like, whoa, 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 when it comes to my kid, we can't screw around here. So yeah. I think we should touch on that as well. Oh, that's huge, right? That's 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 all of our weakest points. I mean, if you're a parent, it's it's definitely where you or for me personally, right? It's where you get hung up easiest or you just you just get triggered into that unconscious programming. But if you remember that your child came in to just reflect something for you, right? They're just reflecting you. They, they said, I'll come in and do this for you, right? So the question is really, how is this happening for me, right? How is this happening for me? Life does not happen to me. I'm not a victim in life. And I'm, I'm, I know that that will be hard for some people to hear, but you're powerful creators that came here to really, really tap parts of yourselves you're on living on the leading edge of thought and leading edge of like a new world right now you know so if you take it from a playful perspective and excitement wait a minute this is my this is my movie i get to create this right so if my husband's showing up and showing me where i'm super insecure with what i know and what i believe in well, then there's there's some place I don't know and where I don't believe in myself with this or or I doubt myself or right. You know, Kim has helped me many times with that. And um, it's a very it changes the perspective completely when you understand you put all of these players in the game. 
even like the woman in the grocery store, the lady who cuts you off, like, and hits your triggers. If you stop in that moment and just say, how is this happening for me? Right. And you get what they're asking. How do I get into those unconscious programs? Like that's, what's going to happen. It's going to happen for you. Someone's going to cut you off and it's going to trigger you into exactly that space. Yep. And then, so get in the body, take the breath. The breath is the spirit. Bring it in the body, get it. If you can bring it down into the belly. If anybody takes a deep breath right now and the breath goes in your chest and it expands, it means you are in fight or flight. Right. And, and there's probably a good portion of people that are there right now. You know, the world's pretty crazy right now. If that's the case, right. Just squeeze the muscles down low as if like, if you were going to the bathroom and you had to stop the flow, squeeze those muscles. It's called Mula Bandha and just get, and when you squeeze those muscles, it'll be easier for the breath to come in and come all the way down to the belly, let it into the belly let it expand. And I know we're women and we're supposed to hold our bellies in, but just let it get big and beautiful. Let it just feel good and then shoot it out into the earth and just let yourself be held by love, the energy of love. It's like a ruby, ruby divine mother love color. And then keeping that mulabanda squeezed, breathe it up into the belly and let that feel good again. And then shoot it straight up out of the top of your head. Now, I don't want to leave you out there, so just do it again. Squeeze Mulabanda and breathe in from above your head all the way down into your belly. Let your belly expand beautifully, really. Let it just feel good and then blow it out into the earth and just see yourself anchored here as back in the driver's seat right? And the more your mind can recognize this breath or this spirit, because when you start doing that, most of you will feel peace right now, just a level of just calm, right? And the more you do that, your mind will recognize, wait a minute, I don't have to live like this. It will become more familiar. Right now, peace is unfamiliar to most of us, right? So, if it's unfamiliar, the unknown can be very scary for a place for the mind. So the more you can do breath work or something to bring that spirit in the body and anchor here into the earth, um, the more your mind will recognize who is the driver mm-hmm. in this life. Yeah, and that alone begins to repattern all of what we're talking about. Like it happens for you. It will repattern your nervous system, your brain activity, your immune system. Yeah, you're building Squeeze our pelvic floor for that breath. Does it say are, are, are we supposed to squeeze our pelvic floor for that breath? Yeah, it's called Mula Bandha. It's if, if, you were, if you were going to the bathroom and had to stop the flow, squeeze those muscles then breathe in until that breath touches that squeeze. You want the resistance between that squeeze. You want your breath to touch that resistance and then blow it out into the earth, keeping that squeezed. You're blowing right through that resistance. Mm. It's all about flow. 
And there's a lot of really great comments. I mean, if someone's even asking, how do I never doubt? How do we never doubt ourselves? Which, you know, don't go for that. That's just not going to happen. It doesn't need to happen rather. Um, but you, you can speak to that for a second. There's a few other questions I think will be really juicy. I know you don't never doubt yourself. I don't never doubt myself. Well, all the time. But how do I get more welcoming of that doubt so that it's not a problem? Yeah, it's happening for me. This is here for me. If the doubt is here, that means that's an energy that's in my body that is unconscious, whether it was handed to me by a parent or a loved one, you know, it came through the bloodline or whether it was something we experienced some point in our life, it's an energy that's there. So for this person, I would welcome you to squeeze that muscle, take a deep breath. And could I welcome everywhere that I doubt myself? Yes. Consciously or subconsciously. Take a deep breath in and welcome it beyond judgment, beyond attachment to an outcome. And just see if you can let it be here. Good. Good. And could you let it go? Could you set it free? Yes. Take a deep breath. And again, to this person's, if it's like, whoa, I can't let this doubt go, that's okay. Then welcome the doubt to stay. Welcome it to be here. And could you welcome anywhere that you identify with or as the energy of doubt? Again, yeah. on judgment. Yep. And could you set that free? Yeah. And then could you welcome the one that knows doubt is only here to serve you? Great question though. Great question. Cause the mind is doubt. The mind is doubt. So the other thing that I love to do because my mind is very, very active. And if you can invite um, colors or magnificent, if, if you can just invite the color of ruby light, divine mother's love to just envelop, fill your brain and envelop it with unconditional love, unconditional. And just let the brain be held. Let the doubt be held. Let the fear be held. It, love will resolve and dissolve anything. And that's what you're made of. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, any other colors you want to introduce while we're on that topic? <laughs> Yeah, there's so many. Um, I know you use a lot like the turquoise or the blue. Yeah. Yeah, and they're very powerful. Like we don't, we're not taught energy. We're not taught about energy, right? But the, everything is energy and frequency first, right? And some of these colors are these very high frequency things and your body recognizes them. And your physiology recognizes them and it knows what to do with them. So if you welcome um, violet light, right? That's transformation and forgiveness. That's a big one, right? 
So if you have somebody who's very, you know, on the subject that we're on today, if you have a family member who's extremely resistant to you or what you have to say, I would put myself first in violet firelight and just welcome everything that comes up for you around this person. You don't even always need to know what it is. You don't always need to know. Sometimes you do, but a lot of times you don't. So if you just hold yourself, again, just like you're being held by the, the color purple, it's like a violet fire light. And you just say to yourself, I forgive it all. I let it all go. Even if it's unforgivable and take a deep breath and blow it out into the earth. There you go. Then if you want to, and if it feels appropriate, then you can hold the person that you're struggling with in that same violet fired light, right? And any judgments that I have around this person or this situation or attachments to outcomes or that I want them to think the way I think or anything along those lines, I just, I'm just gonna hold them in this light and forgive anywhere that I have put my stuff on them. I forgive it all and I let it go now even that which is unforgivable. I think it's it's almost always the case that I've put some of my thing on them. Any any of these family members or friends or loved ones that I would like to see it differently, even even when I'm just in the space of like, oh, that would be awesome. I'm not pressuring it. I'm not even saying anything to them, but I'm holding that intention. There can be this little layer of attachment to it where they're going to feel that. I know that they feel that. And for everyone here, like in all those instances, they feel that layer from you where you are in attachment or fear. And that's what they're reacting to. They, they won't be able to respond to your loving intention. Like a grant said, I, I was practicing these with my husband and he opened up and, and later and was able to see it a whole another way, which is obviously with your dad, what happened. So this part, I think, is the most powerful part. They, they need being in the space of non-attachment. Yeah. So violet. Can we do one more color? Yeah. Um, trust, I would say. Emerald green trust would be right now. I mean, when I lay myself down at night and when I wake myself up in the morning, I just bathe myself in emerald green trust. I trust in the power of love. I trust, I trust in mother nature, mother earth and all forces of life. All right. We're going to do one more because you always use turquoise. I mean, we do this all the time that, uh, you know, we talk, you know, all the time, but I've never asked you because we're doing so much other stuff. <laughs> it's always like, I'm going to ask her, what does that mean? Why are we doing turquoise? So turquoise or um, I think for you, it was, it was like an aqua light, wasn't aqua. it? Yes, that's it. It's aqua that you will say a lot. Yeah. And so, so I'll be honest, sometimes things when I'm in a session with somebody, they just come through. Right. And I don't necessarily know where that came from or why. Um, I'm trying to think back to, I think it was flow for you and, um, 
welcoming the flow. That would make a ton of sense. <laughs> and creation. Um, but it's, and you can really just close your eyes and ask your body or in your soul to show you what color is appropriate for you right now. If you wanted to play with colors, you can do that because for every single person on this call, it might be different. And, you know, you may have, you know, a block in your solar plexus here and you may need some central sunlight. You just might need some, the power of the sun to be part of your life right now. And then your body and your soul, if you're closing your eyes and you drop into your body and just ask, is there a color that will serve me right now? Right? I mean, if everyone does that right now, I, it's amazing. We just don't communicate. We don't, we're not taught to communicate. Yeah. With energy. With our, the energy, with the energy body. Yeah. Right? Which is um, why it's so important to breathe, you know, you know, include the physical body, the spirit body, the breath. It's just, it's everything. Um, and when you change, when you change these things in your life, it just, I mean, I, I couldn't have dreamed with my dad that he would have ever changed his mind or his opinion or let alone come full circle and tell me he was proud of me. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was um, not something I ever could have imagined. Yeah, that's what inspired me to share the story because I've I've pointed to the story and, and sharing it with, with the Embracing Health group and, and other places. And I'm like, this, I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> what actually happened was so profound. I'm like, she has to share this. But yeah. part of it was like, you know, we both know the consciousness your dad has been living in, the consciousness individuals in my family have been living in. It's the same thing where for me, it's like, oh, that's, that's just impossible for me to ever have this conversation with this person. That's just not going to ever happen. And when this happened with for you, I realized, no, everything is possible. And it really is 100% about me dissolving what's in me that's keeping that from happening, the attachment or the just being, even being miffed that it's not this way with this person. I mean, there's so many like judgment that this person's so shut down. So I was able to look at like, okay, if I actually want to have peace with this person, what would it take for me to have peace with this person? And that can only be created in the now. I've got to be at peace with, with what is. I have a funny story or not so funny story to tell you. So I have, um, I have a bathroom renovation that's been going on since March. It was supposed to take two and a half weeks. We went away and we're supposed to come home and it was supposed to be finished. <laughs> and it's still demoed. <laughs> yeah. And I can't tell you, this one of, one of the people that I'm dealing with has found depths of myself that I had no idea existed. I'm telling you, rage, anger, like revenge, like things I had no idea that were in me. And, and the minute that you stop yourself in your life, when something's happening, he texted me this morning, like he's supposed to show up at 8am. I won't be there. <laughs> you know? And, and what happens is in life, that's a trigger, right? And then we go completely unconscious, right? And there's been times where I spit back a text and it says, and it's, you can, I, there's like this anger that just comes out of nowhere. You're like, wow, what is that? And, but 
stop in yourself. How is this happening for me? Right? Right in the middle of it. And the minute you do that, you'll get a download. When you stop, how is this happening for me? Right? And just take it to the body. Just take a deep breath, squeeze that mula banda and breathe. Notice, is there a charge in my body somewhere? Find it, send it love. Let the love just resolve it and dissolve it. This guy, I mean, I can honestly thank him. He has, he has tapped depths of me I didn't know were there, you know? And that's what, the, that's what the unconscious is, you know? Well, and also gutting out the bathroom is, you know, that's a, it's a metaphor. You're gutting out these parts of yourself. You're like, oh, I didn't know that was under the floorboards there and under the bathtub drain. Totally, 100%. Well, I, I also want to share, like, with all of this and, like, using color, you can just energetically, like, invite in that vibrant color. I was reading this article, and they were talking about different lights, and I was like, oh, I got to go out and buy this light? Where do I get a light like that? And I was like, oh, no, wait, Kim, you always keep it simple. And then I realized, oh, just bring in that light. And, like, a few weeks ago when I was feeling sick, and you're like, oh, put do this and do this and, you know, put the lemon in your water – and I'm like, I don't have any lemon. Well, do you have any lime? I don't have any lime. And I'm like, I need to do this. And going into town, like in the middle of what I was doing was totally not feeling fluid. I'm like, what do I do? And she, and she was like, um, you know, you said, it is, put some lemon in it. And I was like, oh yeah. So we just like energetically invited the lemon essence and put it in the water and, you know, always simplify it because everything is energy. And the more we're moving into 5D, the more we're moving into, I am pure energy and less identifying as I am a physical body, the more these things will work for you. The more you're identified as I'm physical, so I need medication and I'm physical and my liver is separate from my kidneys and separate from my nervous system. And I need to do this. That's like the allopathic system, right? It sees everything as separate and physical. Um, and the reason it's not working anymore is we've emerged into the awareness that we are energetic. So now we'll operate more in alignment with that truth. And I am pure energy. So the more further along you are on that trajectory of I am an infinite being having a physical experience. I'm first and foremost energy and secondarily physical. The more you can play with these tools and you'll feel the power right away. And I think it's really important to add to that is that because I think in the um, if you want to call it the spiritual world or like the energetic world, right? Again, there's still the separation, right? Between the physical body and the medical being one thing and this being the other. We are here, we are spirit here on this playground. So we chose this body, we created this body from energy. We made a physically slowed energy down to a physical form. So we are 100% here to bring our whole self down into this physical body to animate and play here, right? That's really, really important because we can get, right? Like you can, you can do a meditation and come way up here out into the sphere and you can tap love and joy and freedom, right? And then you can step into your life five minutes later and you get triggered and you don't know how to deal with it. Because, because you go unconscious. But what we want to do is bring our pure consciousness, the power of love into this body.
Mm -hmm. Anchor it into the earth. That's what we're here to do. So again, it's resolving and dissolving also any separation between anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but I think that it's easy to separate the bodies, the spirit the, and the physical body and the mind. And the more that we can meld those three as one, you can really. Well, in doing that, how is this happening for me? It can bring me into the awareness of where it's calling me into my power to take a certain action so things can be different. You know, someone is asking my, my husband about this house. I was so mad because he, he only told me 24 hours and then he bought it. And now it's five years later. It's still not done. And I can feel my anger and my energy is causing the delay. I know it, but how can I resolve it? Part of stepping into the awareness is, um, yes, we're transmuting the anger, but so how can I, you know, open the, the throat chakra to be heard and have a say and be a part of what's being created as well as receive and allow the creation? Because the throat chakra is also about manifesting. So it's, it is also, it's speaking, but it is also manifesting. So they are definitely entangled. And in this new life with the new home, you're going to be, who are you in that life? Are you a person who's part of the equation in your expression and in your embodiment of the awareness of what, what is the right expression and what is my truth? Take it to the body. Just take it to the body. When you think about your husband and how angry you are, take it to the body. Where is the anger in my body? Where is the love that I am not animating this body? That's all there is to it. It's sometimes it's so simple and we want to make it harder than it is. Just breathe the love from above your head. If the anger is in your, you know, you'll feel it somewhere. It will trigger. I love listening to you both together. I've learned so much from the two of you and I love that you still learn so much from each other. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I'm so, so grateful for that. And Roxy answered her own question as I knew you would. So I, I felt like, no, we're not going to touch on that yet. And then it, you've come full circle. Don't see them small. Those little puppies will move on to, they can't not be who they're here to be. Uh, I want to look at this one question that was written by a nurse who's saying she's in this really toxic environment of this labor and delivery. My baby unfriendly hospital has become a toxic situation. I have hypertension, arrhythmia, anxiety, depression. I took a leave of absence. This is a very typical where a lot of people are right now. They're like, my physical body is suffering from me staying in this situation. Let me just take a pause. I, I have no idea what's the next step, but at least I'm taking a pause. And then we're in this like no man's land of, please tell me I don't have to go back, but how do we actually manifest forward? She said, my new, <laughs> my newly retired husband is not happy with me, which is just going to be resistance that's coming up for you of where you're not necessarily ready to anchor into the higher truth. Uh, he was counting on my income to benefit and benefits to assist our future. Please help me negotiate this. I mean, I think what's, <laughs> you know, it sounds redundant, but take it to the body, take it to the body first. And can you just repeat that first part? Yes. Yes. Um, I can bring it up. To that, she said that was like, 
I'm going to re read her exact words. I'm just going to go back to it. Oops. I'm a holistically minded labor and delivery nurse and a private lactation consultant on the side. My baby unfriendly hospital has become a toxic working situation for me. And I'm suffering from hypertension, arrhythmias, anxiety, and depression. I took a leave of absence and don't want to return. My newly retired husband is not happy with me. He was counting on my income and benefits to assist our future. Please help me negotiate. So we're always in this cycle, right, of cre creation, sustaining, uh, or deconstruction. And then there's this space of the void, right? And the void is very uncomfortable for most people because we're not taught to be in the unknown, right? The void is that blank space of like everything, but the void is infinite possibilities. That's your moment. But most people in crossing that river will turn around and they will run for the known feelings, even if it's suffering that they're running back to. Yes. And yes. I see this all the time. People will, you know, I don't want to use the word sabotage, but they unconsciously run for their comfort zone. And if you can just step into like, okay, I'm in the unknown, show me, show me what's here and where in my body, I would get a very clear statement together of where, where are you unclear about what you want to do, what you want to create. I would start there and then I would ask the body, show me in the body where I'm not in alignment with that statement and squeeze Mulabanda again to get your breath down into that belly. But when you do that, your body will show you where the charge is, right? Yeah. Well, and also when I do, and when I ask that question, because a lot of people will say, I don't know what I want to create. It's not the specifics, it's the energy. What I do want to create is oh, work that I love what I'm doing, work that makes me come more fully alive, work where I would do it for free because it's so fulfilling for me, but I'm paid and compensated and it affords a great lifestyle for me. Work where I want to go. I feel even better when I leave than I did going in. Like when I show up for my work, I feel so much even better after I do the session or the group call, even than I did going in. So there, there are certain things you know and then there's doubt. It's like, oh, well, that's too good to be true because you'll be in that third dimension where that doesn't exist, where that isn't allowed and where that's just wishful thinking. So then when we go into like, oh, you know, well, I can't have that. So maybe I should just go back to the job. That's what we'll come it's, it's just it's just an energy in here. So right in that moment that you start feeling that, that's why I say, just like you said, get the energy, get the energy of what you want, that awe feeling of what it would be like to be in that incredible career. Because a lot of times what we want, what the universe is trying to bring us is so much bigger and so much better than we would ever allow ourselves to receive. Back to your receiving point. But if you honor that doubt, that doubtful self, please come up and show me why you're feeling doubt, right? Honor her, give her a hug, right? And let her return to love. Because as that aspect returns to love, guess whose team she's on? You know, now she's on the team that's finding, finding and putting the pieces together. You're absolutely right. It's not our job to create the whole scenario. Get the, get the feeling of what you want. Yeah. 
Yeah, we could do a whole broadcast on that whole 3D to 5D transition. Yeah. <laughs> and then one more person saying, do I get it right that if you ask, how is this happening for me? You see the answer, for example, the pain in your body. Is that what you mean by the answer? So some people are auditory, some are sensory, some are visual. So it's just an individual thing. For me personally, I'll close my eyes and just sort of scan the body, right? Your body will show you. You'll, you can feel like sometimes it's a prickly sensation, right? Sometimes it's a physical, um, sorry, you can't see myself in the thing. Sometimes it's a physical ball of energy, right? And you just want to bring the love that you are from above your head down into your body and kind of just give it a hug, right? And if you don't feel like you're doing it right, perfect surrender any attachment to getting it right right i mean because our mind will be like well you don't know what you're doing right it's like sure she can do it but but you can't do it so and right you just got to keep welcoming it and when especially when you start consciously creating right your mind is gonna run for the comfort zone it is it is that's all you know and and so the, you're working with the three percent brain and yeah. try to create the 100% possibility from the 3% brain. Yeah. But if you realize, like, even though the 3% brain thinks there's no way, it's impossible, you'll never make it. I must, I have to go back to that job. It's just, you know, what else could, could happen? If you just stay in that space of the unknown, which is like, you know, uh, find the ease, stay curious breathe fully, soften your body, it will open you up to even the 6% brain and the 10% brain where this other part of you that does know. Yeah. And beyond the brain and body, invite in, you, you know, the part of you that is, is bigger than the body. Invite that in to animate the brain. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to share where people can find Shama if you'd like to connect with her more fully. She's at Shama K Fulham, F U L H A M dot com. So it's S H A M A K, the letter K, F U L H A M, like Mary, dot com. Um, because she's amazing. And I know a lot of people are going to have a lot to say and want to connect with you. Um, do you have any piece you want to leave people with? with um, just navigating their reality with other people as they themselves are awakening, navigating their reality with moving into a transition into something more fluid and a, and a higher functioning space, moving out of that old reality, um, you know, before we complete here. Yeah, I think always, always, always bring it home. If somebody outside of you is triggering you, it's because there's an energy alive within you. It's just... It's just, we live in a reflective pool of light. So always bring it home. If somebody's triggering you and the trigger is whatever energy they're bringing forward, just welcome it in you. And if you can't put a label on it, if you can't put a label on it, you will feel a charge in your body most likely, right? Just bring it to the body, take a deep breath and, um, you can welcome that violet fire light of transformation and forgiveness um, and just forgive it all and move on. Um, what was the second part of your question? That last piece. 
Uh, oh, the second part was as people are navigating that 3D to 5D transition with like not only their relationships, but also like, whoa, this is my job. This is my income. This is my identity as a, for example, like a nurse. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and how, what else do I don't know what else there is? So how can I let something new get created and navigate that space of the in-between uh, before I can see it? I think I think resolving and dissolving judgment that there is that one way is better than another is massive. And and please, everyone here, if there's one thing I could leave you with is just honor everyone, honor where they're at. There are every reality is here. Please honor where people are at. And one way is not better than another. Everybody has their own journey and you get to choose yours. So if you want a new journey, create it. Find the blocks within you that, that aren't in alignment with it, where you unconsciously don't believe you can have it. And just build the circuits to believe it, to know it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm going to share this comment from Stephanie Pfeffer, which was earlier. Um, even when my child was self-harming and it got real, Kim helped me critically understand what my role was to soften and deal with my shitty demons and my metaphoric self-harm lack of connection to source. And, and I just think this is a great example to close with because it's that's like as real as it gets. It's like your child yeah. is, is going to harm themselves and you're like, no, I can't surrender into anything. I've got to clamp down into as much control and fight as I possibly can. Um, but she was able to let in a new awareness and see where she's holding her own hardness because he's going to be reacting against his world. And she's a big part of his world as his mother uh, and come into her own softness and be able to receive a lot of awareness in that moment, which takes such unthinkable courage. Um, but it made a huge difference for her son, a huge difference for her son and being able to then open to, you know, share some depth of what was really going on and, and let things begin to change. Beautiful. And kids love colors. Kids can play with colors effortlessly because their imaginations are still so uh, available. Right? Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to bring a lot of this to my, my kids. <laughs> well, Shama is at shamakfulham.com. It's Fulham, but that's how you spell it. And for those of you who are tuning in here, for me, I'm Dr. Kim DeRamo. Uh, I'm at drkimd.com. We're here every week on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. You can share this with others you love if that resonates for you. And I look forward to seeing you in the future. Thank you all. <laughs> You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim DeRamo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.